With so much noise in this space, it is so hard to keep track of everything within Web3 and with NFTs. People often ask, how do I keep track of everything? Where am I finding out about different things? What tools do I use? And how do I filter through all of this data? Well, today I'm going to share 21 different sources for NFT market data, news, updates, and ways to keep track of all this stuff without being overwhelmed. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So for starters, before I jump into this list, I want to say that I'm not recommending that you use every single one of these things. I say test them out and then select the tools that you like, enjoy using, and so forth, because there's so much out there so many options and trying to keep track of everything and using everything will just absolutely drive you crazy. So I'm going to go through this list, not to say use everything. However, I'm going to highlight the ones that I use the most and the ones that my friends and various people within the space also recommend. I'm going to break this into four different sections, into finding out different data as far as what's going on within the NFT market space, how to track rarity, then non-ETH NFTs, and then news as far as everything going on in the market in general. So last year, all the pros were using IC.tools, and that was where they're getting all of their market data to see what is trending, where all of the different projects are launching, and trying to keep ahead of the game. That is what they were using to pick the quote-unquote winners in the bull market. However, most people figured out that could be easily manipulated, and what they were doing was all sorts of unethical things to just get on the charts trending, knowing that if you rise to the top, then most likely things were going to mint out. But as we're going into the bear market, that wasn't necessarily an effective method of doing anything anymore. So people still use IC tools, but personally, I do not recommend it. However, the quote unquote pros of the bull market said that is absolutely where you're going to have to go. But I'll put it in there just because, and I'm not even going to count this in the 21, and that is IC.tools. Now, I find it a much more effective way these days to just go straight to the marketplace itself. And again, what's trending and all this volume is not necessarily an indication of the best or brightest things in the market. It just happens to be what's trending and where the trades are happening. You can just go to Magic Eden's stat page, and I'm going to put all of these in the show notes, and I'm going to put them in order as I'm speaking about them. So I'm not even going to say the URL or anything, you just look down in the show notes and you'll see everything in order broken down by section. So Magic Eden, their stats page is just a great page to get all of the information as to what's going on in the Solana ecosystem. Of course, Magic Eden is the biggest or most popular marketplace over on Solana, and they just do a good job of sorting that out. But most people don't necessarily realize they have a dedicated stats page. And over on the Ethereum ecosystem, the same thing happens on OpenSea. So OpenSea actually has their rankings and trending. And this is something that they actually copied from Magic Eden. That's something that we've been giving Magic Eden praises for for the longest time of having all sorts of tools, much more information available to users. And it's a good thing that OpenSea was just observing what they were doing over there and start to integrate some of those things onto the marketplace. And as far as what's going on with that, it's just very sortable. You can track out to see what was trending over a certain period of time and get some more detailed information about each of the projects. And OpenSea recently put a lot of information as to what's going on into each individual project. So if you go to a particular page, you can just look at activity. And if this is something that is popular. You can see a lot of the information. And again, that is something that they borrowed over from Magic Eden because on Magic Eden, you can also do the same thing. Go into the collection and then look at the activity 
and you can see trends and all sorts of data sort through that so you can make a decision as to where this project is going up or down the type of volume the interest all that is right there on the marketplace but if you want a broad overview of all sorts of different things and really getting some big numbers, trading and different projects, see what is on top, maybe something that is trending in various categories, trying to sift through to say, maybe I only want to sort through projects that are between 0.5 ETH and 1 ETH and so forth, just getting really granular with the information that you're not going to necessarily get on one of these marketplaces. I find one of the best places to do that is at flips.finance. And if you are someone like me that just absolutely loves numbers, looking at datas and charts and sorting through all of that stuff, if that is your first time there, you can literally kill an entire day just sorting through all of that information is very interesting right there. Another place that I love to go to sort through looking at data and looking at information about project is Trait Sniper. And Trait Sniper has free services and paid services. They actually have an NFT with a lifetime subscription for the service, but as far as going over there and just looking at everything and sorting through the data, I think it has a great user interface. And when you're picking through different traits and then looking at not just rarity, but the floor price for those traits and all of that, I think Trait Sniper is just a great place to go. It's well-organized, has a great user interface, and everything loads very quickly. If you want some hardcore market data, nonfungible.com is by far the best place, in my opinion, to go because they do a report. They do quarterly reports, and these things are like 50, 60 pages deep, all sorts of information. There is a free version and a paid version, but if you really want some industry standard material, this is like a trade booklet, basically. They go extremely deep. If you want a lot of information and not just limited to Ethereum, but you want to check out everything, Dapper Radar is by far the most broad database that covers just everything. You can go to crypto, you can go to NFT projects, you can go to all sorts of different things, get really narrow and get broad, whatever it is. You can actually see the amount of trades on a particular blockchain and just a lot of things that I actually quote as to the volume and so forth. It is coming from Dapper Radar because their database is one of the few that even includes WAX because a lot of them omit WAX because there's so much activity over there. Most of these databases like to focus on ETH because for the most part, ETH doesn't have a lot of activity. Solana, Polygon, WAX, and other utility chains have way more volume. And because of that, it is much more expensive to index all of that information and sort it out. But Dapper Radar does a very good job of doing that. So as far as rarity now, I briefly touched that. And although I said Trait Sniper does have rarities and such as that, it's not really a dedicated rarity tool. Now, a lot of these marketplaces now started to integrate it. It seems like OpenSea, depending on the day or the project, you'll see that they have the rarity traits and the rankings for each of these. However, it is not always there. Sometimes you'll actually see it when you're browsing and looking at what is available on the market, they might have the rank there. And sometimes if you have to go into the individual NFT and you'll see a ranking somewhere near the title of that particular project. However, it is not always there. And same thing with Magic Eden. They usually have the rarity and so forth readily available on the marketplace. However, some people like a dedicated rarity platform to just make it much easier to sort through different things. And the one that I like to use the most is Rarity Sniper. I am not the biggest person on 
rarity because I technically like to just collect things that I actually like. And even when it comes to these generative projects and so forth, a lot of the times what has the value in a particular community has nothing to do with rarity whatsoever. For example, the chibis, which I'm a very big fan of, naked chibis tend to sell at a premium, although they're not technically the most rare ones in the collection. And each community has something that they just really value for whatever reason. Maybe it is the one that is on the profile picture for the collection or the founder happens to have that particular trait or whatever it is. So it all depends on each project. But as I said, the tool that I like to use the most is Rarity Sniper. Another one that a lot of people use, and this was really the one that was the gold standard, especially in the early part of the bull market, was Rarity.tools. And if you end up comparing these two, Rarity Tools and Rarity Sniper, you might see that things are ranked a lot different and even with the market ones. And that's because it really depends on how they're weighting each of these elements because each of these Rarity tools are going to have their own ranking system. So let's just say certain of them might have the facial expression weighted less than the background or let's say the t-shirt or whatever it might be might have a lower rating than the caps. So depending how they set these things up to put the percentages in and so forth and how they're doing the weighted averages, that's why you might see one is ranked, let's say 100 on one of the other ones, but then it's ranked 250 on another one. And because of this, a lot of projects have started to do their own ranking. So a good place to actually get a quote unquote official ranking as far as how rare something is, it's to just go directly to the project website. For example, Bulls and Apes. There are so many different traits in the Bulls and Apes project and everywhere you go, you're going to see different rankings. But right on their website, they actually have their official ranking as to say which one is the most rare and so forth. But pretty much everything that I've covered so far has been all about the ETH NFTs. But what if you're interested in just finding out information about NFTs from other blockchains? Well, I'll start with Wax because if you've been listening to the show, you know that is where I started my journey into Web3 with these NFTs. And Atomic Hub is the largest marketplace as far as over on Wax, but they have a lot of information as far as what's upcoming, the various partnerships that they're doing, and of course, all the data as far as being able to track to see what's popular right now and sorting through all this stuff that basically I said with all those other things that I've previously mentioned. Well, if you want to do that on Wax, you can do that directly on the Atomic Hub. Although there are other marketplaces, I find that one has the best user interface and the most information. Now, if you're interested in the Kronos ecosystem, which is the crypto.com ecosystem, for me, the best place to find information on that is the crypto.com DeFi wallet. All of the information as the different marketplaces and platforms, you can find it right in there because it is like a huge marketplace and there are so many different sites and so many different places to go to look up everything. It might be overwhelming. However, I think that is just the best place because everything is organized right there and you just get that one DeFi app and then you can get your Kronos, you can check the marketplaces and do everything interact from one app. And that's what I tend to do. I don't necessarily go to the individual websites and so forth. I just do everything from that hub within the app. Now, if you're in the Tezos ecosystem or just want to find out different things about Tezos, the marketplace for that, there's other places to go as well. However, I would say object.com is a good place. And Tezos is really good for art, music, NFTs, and things that might come in at a higher volume and lower price than what you'd see over on Ethereum. So it is very interesting. And this is one of those marketplaces that just does not get the attention that it probably should. However, if you look over on the Asian markets, Tezos and Object does get a lot of attention and respect. 
Cardano ecosystem now is something that I'm trying to get into right now. I've been speaking to a couple of people that are gung-ho. They swear by Cardano. And the place that I've been browsing through, just looking through some information, seeing what's out there and getting my information about the market and the various projects is the JPEG store. And that is the largest and most popular marketplace in the Cardano ecosystem, but they do have a fairly good user interface and things are fairly organized. You can get some news, see what's going on. And although Cardano is a little clunky, is a little bit quote unquote primitive at this point, I find that the JPEG store is manageable, it is usable, and it is beginner friendly. And if you're interested in just broad news, everything to do with Web3, whether it be NFTs, cryptocurrencies, and so forth, I think the best place to do that is getting real-time news from NFT communities. The majority of the quote-unquote alpha that I get happens to come from people that are within the projects that are hearing in those holders' channels and so forth. Well, if I hang out with them and speak with them, they'll say, hey, this is what we have coming up and so forth. So I think communities is by far the best place to get it. So if you don't have a home base necessarily, the community that you spend your most time with, you hang out with, speak with regularly within Web3, I highly recommend you find one. And a lot of people will say, well, this whole PFP craze and all that stuff is behind us, but I truly would disagree in the sense that those PFP, those profile pictures, those avatar projects, those are built around community. And it's like a country club. And in the sense that once you're in the crew, they're going to look out for you, give you information. And I find them to be a great resource. And that is no different than playing golf with the executives at a particular company or whatever it is. So real-time information from the community is, my opinion, the best place to get anything. But if you're not a part of the community or you just want to browse around and just hop around and see what's going on, Twitter Spaces, another place to get some real-time information but take everything with a grain of salt because you never know who's an influencer or whoever is just trying to pump their own bag. Really just pay attention to what's going on and then go off and do your own research. Well, with pretty much everything, you should do always do your own research. However, just knowing that if you're not regularly speaking to this person, understanding that this is a person that you can trust and so forth, just walking into a Twitter space, hearing what they say, and then acting upon that could be very dangerous. But if you want some more publication, something that's a little bit more printed, a little bit more of like the traditional media, in theory, should be a little bit more vetted. Well, Decrypt, I find to be a very great space. This is not just NFTs, but they cover everything to do within Web3, blockchain, crypto, any kind of news with government regulations or how these bigger platforms are integrating it. Let's say Facebook, Instagram and so forth. And another place, too, is the Defiant. They cover everything as well, have some great information. And a lot of the times they go pretty in-depth in certain things, very technical and they'll break it down. Cointelegraph also covers the entire market, everything to do within blockchain. Those articles are usually much more condensed, short to the point, but still helpful. If you want to get a little bit more granular and go down to NFTs, NFT Now is a great place to get information. As the name implies, they're about NFTs now. So it is up to date, current, and in my opinion, does a very good job of reporting and going pretty deep into topics. And last but not least, if you're looking for some news, I would be doing myself a disservice if I did not plug the niftybusinessweek.com. Of course, that is a newsletter that I release. And usually I include some stories that I wouldn't do a full episode on. And a lot of the things I cover does link back to some of these sources, some of the more interesting things that I find. So if you don't necessarily have the time to go read through everything and sort through all this data like I do, well, that is a great place to just get some summaries. And I cover a lot of things in there. So hopefully you found this list to be helpful. I know it's a lot, but again, you don't have to use every single thing. But if you just browse all the different ones and see what actually speaks to you, the one that you like the most or the few that you like the most, then 
that is a good starting point. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.